Oh, this guy's got natural light today. Oh, jeez! Wow. New season, new Josh. <laughs> That's right. I'm no longer on the beach, unfortunately. And outside the basement. Yeah, for wow. once. This guy. Feels good. What a promotion. What are they paying you these days? Oof. Yeah, would, would you sign a two-year player <laughs> option or got that Dylan Brooks money? What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Hoops Corner. I'm your host, Peter Tran, on the line. Not on a beach, not in the dog pound, but just embracing the sunlight. Josh Cohen, how you doing? Doing well. I'm doing much better than Raj this morning, that is for sure. <laughs> Our residential medical expert, uh, back from an 18-hour bender. Raj and Wally, how you feeling? You know what, I'm just trying to get the full Rodman effect, you know? Um, doing different things, Ooh. obviously, but this is like probably how Rodman played. Um, uh, when the Bulls made their runs just after a Vegas trip. <laughs> okay, this this might be a hard question for you guys to answer, and this is totally off the dome, but Carmen Electra or Madonna in the 90s? Oh, it's not even a question. All right, go ahead, Raj. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I I'm actually thinking about it, but, uh... Madonna was it's hard, right? Yeah, Madonna was an icon, and uh, you know what? Uh, fame is uh, she was probably a lot more famous than uh, Carmen Electra. So uh, I could see how uh, Rodman uh, had to to make some decisions then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's all about access versus how the person looks. Because honestly, Madonna is not that good looking. Let's just be honest here, like. The gap in between her front teeth, that's like the size of like the area between what, like Canada and like Afghanistan. Like, come on. And, uh, you know, you're talking about like fame and being able to get into specific parties with Madonna, I guess, versus just, again, looks. So Robin took the looks for a week at least. I think they lasted for a week before they got divorced, right? Yeah, but I think he was out with Madonna a lot more often, just in general. You you want to get into those parties. I don't think Dennis Rodman had a part t- hard had a hard time getting into parties. Josh, I think you're <laughs> undervaluing the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he Dennis created Rodman. his own. Like the stories about Rodman are just endless. So, I mean, the fact that he was able to do that for years and still play the way that he did, like he's one of the highest energy players ever. So he must have been like one of the highest energy people of all time, right? Imagine what he was taking to get that yeah, energy. I, I think that was the uh, the question. Uh, <laughs> What were they uh, screening for in the NBA in the 90s that they might be screening for now? <laughs> Just weed, nothing else. Stimulants, methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I might have to strike that from a record. You know who can't do what Rodman did is our boy James Harden, Raj. Mr. James Harden is just demanding his way out of Philly after signing his extension, and he's like... It seems like he's just dead set on going to the Clippers, like no matter what, just riding more coattails. It was enough that he could, or it wasn't enough that he couldn't ride KD and Kyrie, couldn't ride Joel Embiid to an Eastern Conference Finals, let alone, you know, a, a Finals appearance. But now he wants to make his way to LA to ride the coattails. I'm I'm saying it of Kawhi and PG and Russell Westbrook. Uh. I mean, the latest rumors are that Harden might have to sit out a year, but 
is this really going to work like Ben Simmons did a couple of years ago? Can he really sit out a year and sort of just let his value plummet even more? Well, he's going to get paid regardless. And I think overall Harden's career, we've talked about it on the pod a few, I think uh, almost a year ago uh, today, like Harden's a Mr. Convenience type of player. He's obviously a great player, had great skill set, will be a Hall of Famer. Um, but everywhere he's played, he's actually minus Houston, where the team was built specifically around him and his skill set. He's had other superstars, other all-stars, other Hall of Fame players around him. And almost every team he's been on was a favorite uh, to make it to the NBA Finals or to, uh, to win a championship. And it wasn't strictly because of his uh, his production on the court. And this is just another example of that. Like he wants to go to a, a team where... Um, in LA, there's a lot of things to look forward to. Obviously, it's LA. He has a big fan base in China. There's more exposure when he goes to LA for the Chinese market. Um, playing with Paul George and, and Kawhi, that will take a lot of the pressure expectations off of him. He won't have to do as much. He's, he's lost the step. He doesn't have that same explosion, that first step to, to get to the rim. And he doesn't have the benefit of, uh, age on his side. If he sits, a year and doesn't play high level competitive basketball night in and night out, that process of slowing down will accelerate and that will prevent him from making another two or three big contracts or two more, three more years of big contract money. So it's a game of chicken. Maury's obviously going to be extremely stubborn and they're going to expect at least an all-star caliber player back to pair with Joel Embiid and the market's not great. Um, it's so, similar situation, uh, to Dame actually, um, where Dame wants to go to a specific destination, both player and team don't have much leverage. So it's a bit of a game of chicken and who's going to cave in first. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes all the way to the start of the season, early season, um, where, uh, both parties are like, you know what? We need to get a deal done because we're both losing if we wait. So before I engulf Harden in flames, I do have an update this morning on a situation. This is from Zach Lowe. Um, in the event that Harden is not traded and re- then refuses to report to camp, different rules would apply to him because he is in the final year of his contract. A separate clause in the CBA, which existed in prior versions of the agreement, holds that any player who withholds playing services for more than 30 days at the start of the, of the last season, covered by his contract, could be deemed to have violated his contract and prohibited from entering free agency or signing with any other basketball team unless and until the team with which the player has played expressly agrees otherwise. The rule allows incumbent teams to block any player deemed in violation from entering free agency and signing elsewhere, including with professional teams outside the NBA, league sources confirmed to ESPN. So basically, if he decides to set up for 30 days, the Sixers can just hold him in contempt basically and just say you're not going anywhere enjoy basketball purgatory where you're just not going to play basketball anymore so that's a very interesting tidbit that came out this morning so he basically can't hold out so that's pretty interesting but he hasn't really shown that he would hold out though right like think of his time in houston when he wanted out think of his time in brooklyn when he wanted out he didn't hold out he just half-assed his games right he still killed people when he was... Like, remember that eight-game stretch in Houston? And then somehow he had, like, 40 against the Sacramento Kings in that eight-game stretch. The most, like, casual 40 points ever. I mean, James Harden just... 
shows up half the time instead instead of not showing up yeah, at all. Yeah, like he's going to sh- Yeah, he he enjoys loafing and he turns into a loaf of bread. Uh, you know, so unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> he uh yeah, I I I think he'll report cuz he wants to make his money like Josh mentioned. I do think this is going to come down to early season or early part of the season, the first 15 games. Uh, I don't see either party making a a big adjustment. And then also, he specifically wants to go to the Clippers. That's a lot of the reports are coming out. Um, there's not a lot of teams that need uh, are a James Harden away from contending from a championship. And then James Harden wants to go there. Like, he's not going to Indiana so that that sentence doesn't make any sense because no team is a James Harden away because if he joined their team they would have zero chance of winning a championship, <laughs> let alone guy. getting to the finals. All right, all right. Because the guy is a fucking loser. A perceived. That's why oh my this goodness. That is why we are in this situation. The guy sucks in the playoffs. <laughs> I would take so many more players than him in the playoffs. Like. The fact that people thought, ever thought that he was better than like, even like a guy like Ginobili is a joke. Ginobili was such a better basketball player than him. The guy, he's just lived off of, um, you know, rule changes and changes that he essentially caused. Uh, he lives off the backs of the referees. He was never a great basketball <laughs> player. He's, he's, a, he's garbage. He's trash. He's awful, especially uh, in the playoff. Like he's a regular season player. But when the bright lights get even brighter... True. He just does not show up. This just in. He is a. He is definitely a regular season. Yeah. Player. This just in. The Raptors have just signed James Harden. Josh. <laughs> oh God! I would never watch. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. I I would I would do the same thing if the if the Nuggets signed him. Um. Hold on. I want to go back for a second. I did say he rode coattails, but remember that series against was it Boston in two thousand and twenty one. When he was on uh, Brooklyn, where he just like took over, Kyrie was hurt, KD was hurt, and Harden essentially just carried that team to a victory in round one. Yeah, he has good games. Like I don't think we're disputing that. It's just he has no consistency. Yeah, I think he has good games in round one, and then once round two comes around, that's when Harden sort of just uh, he's occupadoed, to say the least. He's back in Houston. He melts. Partying it up. I mean, it's hot in Houston. <laughs> I meant more so he melts under the bright lights, but yeah, that yes. works. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We all understand what you meant. You don't like James Harden. I don't want to say he rode coattails his whole career because that's clearly an overstatement and like hyperbole. But uh, the last few years have not been great. And the funniest part, Raj, that since you had mentioned it, there's really no team in the league that needs like uh, a primary ball dominant pick and roll player. Like James Harden. Or Dame Lillard. You know what I mean? Like, if you just go... At least Lillard can fit in more so than James Harden can, I think. Lillard can at least, you know, play the part. He's shown to be, like, a better leader in the locker room as well. Whereas Harden is sort of just lost in limbo right now. It's kind of like Westbrook last year or a couple of years ago, right? When we were trying to figure out for the longest time who could take this kind of player. Except Russell Westbrook was... You know, willing to change the way he approached the game, whereas Harden is still just does Harden things. Like he's changed. I don't want to take that away from him. He's obviously changed his game around Joel Embiid, but it's certainly not the same. And let's just be completely honest. The reason why he wants to go to the Clippers is money, right? 
The clip, he knows that the Clippers owner has very, very deep pockets, maybe the deepest pockets in the NBA. And he knows that that's the one team that he could potentially get a decent size two year, maybe contract, maybe three, if he does play well with them. Hell no. Maybe. Even if he went there, Paul George and Kawhi's contracts are up next year. There's a reason why Rus- Russell Westbrook was only signed to one year. So it's hard. That's it, man. Yeah. But that's it. After this year, who knows what happens to the Clippers? They, If he thinks that he's going to get even close to max money as a 34, 35-year-old player, an injured 34, 35-year-old player, come on, man. He hasn't I, been the same since that hamstring injury. That's wild. He knows that's his best bet, though, because if you look around the NBA, like who else could potentially offer him that type of contract that's in the situation where they have to win? And, you know, teams that are potentially training for James Harden or signing James Harden would be a team that's looking to win right now, obviously. And there's not many out there that need a player like him who don't already have a lead guard. And if you look at the landscape, the Clippers might be the only team that actually needs a player like him right now. Yeah, it's just to summarize, I think we're all hitting the same points. James Harden, always playing in good situations, underperforms, wants money, wants no pressure. Wants no fan expectations. Probably wants to play in LA because it's closer to places he likes to visit. <coughs> Vegas. Um, and uh, yeah, Josh put it best. Loser. Man, yell me. Loser. Yell me, yeah, man. I'm, I'm bugging. I, start, I mean, I started off the hating fest, but damn, yell Yeah, cool. I'm bugging. He's still obviously a Hall of Famer. Great, talented player. Not a winning playoff performer. He can get you into the playoffs, maybe win you a few playoff games, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a former MVP, guys. Just remember, you know, my hate really stems from the one year where Westbrook won the MVP, like the first year that he won it. I mean, he's averaging triple double, and he hit that shot against Denver late in the season, that game winning shot. Remember that when Westbrook hit that game winner yeah. in Denver, yeah, and that basically yeah. won him the MVP. I had a nice yes. little bet on Harden to win the MVP before the season started. <laughs> I would have won like four grand. And after Westbrook hit that shot, it was over, even though Harden probably deserved the MVP that year. So that hurts. Harden deserved it that year for sure. Yeah. I do remember that. But he didn't deserve it the year he won. Mm. <laughs> that was like a makeup call, you know? Like the year after. Kind of like him beat this past year. Ooh. Ooh. I agree. Um, do you guys, uh, did you guys see tro- uh, Joel Embiid trolling the crowd? At this uh, uninterrupted thing? No, I would use trolling very loosely. Um, I think that's uh, <laughs> one of those you got caught saying something a bit stupid or something you probably shouldn't want to say. He's probably trying to come across as a competitor, someone who wants to win, wants to compete for a championship. Probably a bit frustrated with what's happened um, over the last three years for the 76ers, four years with lost Jimmy Butler. Ben Simmons saga, James Harden saga, and um, Joel's played well during those years. Obviously, hasn't been able to bring them quite over the hump. They played some tough up opposition. They ran into some team, well, Boston mainly, that have uh, thwarted their seasons. But he's probably frustrated. He probably wants to win and come across as this competitor. And I think he kind of... He got caught there, and I think it's nice that his name is Troll and his Instagram or Twitter or whatever threads now. Um, so, yeah, Joel Embiid, again, will he be a 76er forever? Debatable. We'll see. 
Uh, he wants money. He wants money and he wants a chance to win. And hey, 76ers can pay him a lot of money. So I really think the only way he's going to end up staying in Philadelphia is if they somehow work out a trade to get Damian Lillard. Um, I don't really see how they can keep him otherwise because, you know, if they trade Harden for parts, which Daryl Morey doesn't seem to want to do, then you're just going to have an, you know, an angry, fat, out of shape James Harden to start the season. And Philadelphia is not going to start. I mean, he'd probably do that anyway. Even if he was happy, probably out of shape. But anyways, um, they would probably start the season pretty, pretty awful um, in terms of like the record and just their overall team environment. I, I do want to see that though, because I want to see the Philadelphia crowd react to that scenario and how, you know, how much vitriol there's going to be against Harden and how many cans and beer <laughs> bottles get thrown at him on the court. Be great. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to center this conversation around Joel Embiid, and somehow you're still talking about James Harden. Jo- Josh is worked up in the AM. He's an angry dude. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is what happens when your kid doesn't let you sleep at night? Jesus. <laughs> They're going to have to change their policy on alcohol in Philadelphia if James Harden actually does come back. No. They're not going to allow beer bottles no. inside the arena. Man, we, just going to be cups. We said the same thing about Ben Simmons and – Obviously, the crowd's going to boo and they're going to get upset, but this crowd's all about TikTok now and Instagram. And, and you know what? The, the, Phil- non Philly. The Philly crowd, the, <laughs> the Philly, Philly crowd is ruthless compared to other NBA franchises, but I don't think we're talking about the, the Philly crowd from the sixties and seventies, um, which are throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. And, uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think this is, uh, the same, the same type of crowd, but, um, going back to Embiid, like it, it will be interesting. I think the 76ers still can offer him the like super, super max, um, where other teams just can't. And ultimately, like he's beloved in Philadelphia. Uh, I don't think over the last three, four years, anyone's looking at Joel Embiid and being like, this guy's failed us. This guy's let us down. And, um, he's, they probably yeah, should. obviously there's, there always should be some questions if you're a team looking to make the finals or, looking to seriously contend. But overall, I think money is going to talk. I think he's going to show that he's upset and frustrated. And it's it's really going to make Philly, hey, show him the money. Like, uh, sign him to that five-year, $320 million contract or something along the lines uh, of that. Um, so um, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. But he, there'll be rumblings. There'll be he's unhappy, and he should be. But uh, Philly's going to Philly. They're always going to be on the cusp until they uh, they go back into the process. <laughs> I don't know. I can definitely see him being the next player to ask for a trade if this situation goes off the rails, which I think it's about to. And he is signed through 2026, where he has a player option in 26-27 for $59 million. So, I mean, by then he might just opt out at that point depending on what team he's with and then get a bigger contract we're probably i mean players like him now are just extending anyway yeah so they're probably gonna end up extending him yeah. for you know whatever jalen brown's gonna make times a little bit more i'm guessing you, so you yeah the play now for the like the top tier players is to extend play a year and then ask out or you know demand a trade or you know make a fuss about everything like lillard yeah i don't think it's gonna get to that point though yeah you can get your money and then guaranteed money up front. You have a contract, and then you ask out, and then you ask out because the team that accepts you is going to extend you because they don't want to trade everything for nothing. So, yeah. yeah. 
he will ask out before next off season. All right. That's my prediction. All right. Let's next off season? Oh my god. Maybe by that reminder. the start of the regular season. Nah, I don't think he's an ascot before the end of the season. That's wild, man. That's a hot ass take. Um mildly related. So you know how Tobias Harris was pumping his crumble cookies like a couple of weeks ago in that random interview where people are asking him if he would like I don't remember what the question was. I just remember him talking about crumble cookies. Apparently they launched a location in Toronto and uh, I skipped going to it to get Kobe groomed. How oh man, you could have met Maxi. Could, no, it was only Tobias Harris and Andrew Nicholson. Ooh, oh, remember Andrew Nicholson? Canadian legend. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I missed out on me on meeting J Cole's doppelganger <laughs> to get the dog groomed. What a sad yeah, day! It's for Kobe. <laughs> yes, R.I.P. to the Mamba. Um, yo, is Josh is Boston just uh, trying to cheapskate Jalen Brown here? Not extending his contract yet. I mean, he's been eligible for like three weeks now. This is all sort of just weird. Like all the reporting now is, oh yeah, Jalen Brown went on vacation, so this is not going to get settled for a while. It's like Ooh, he's on you know, vacation. It's like it's like plane watch with Kawhi. It's like oh my god, he went to the Bahamas. Maybe he's not going to sign the contract. My goodness, how can they get him a phone and a pen? Ooh, I know it's twenty twenty three. They can't get him on the phone. This guy anymore. doesn't want his money. No, <laughs> doesn't want to sign a a two hundred and fifty million plus contract. Yeah, or Boston doesn't want to offer him. That. Yeah, hey, hey, Peter, Peter, there's the punchline. Peter coming in hot. Spears, What's going on there Peter in Boston? Tran over here. Sorry. I think th- <laughs> no, but I think it's it's ultimately going to get settled before the season starts. And then like you said with Embiid, maybe in a year from now things don't work out and Jalen Brown just wanted the money ultimately and he decides to uh, ask for a trade. Yeah. I I ultimately think that Jalen Brown is he is a max player. I don't know if he's the max player for Boston, though, to pair with Jason Tatum. That is the question I think Boston might be having. Yeah, I don't know how much of a good fit it is. But, I mean, they made the finals two years ago. You sort of just have to keep going, right? Yeah, they, they have a window. Yeah. I would just, I'd roll it back if you can, right? How often are you going to get a player of Jalen Brown's caliber? Are you going to put in, like, James Harden there instead? Psh. Damian Lillard, Psh, I'd much rather have Jalen Brown at this point in his career than Damian Lillard. I I still... I hope they end up trading for Harden so they have a bunch of guys who just don't play that, defense on their team. That will never happen. That will happen. never happen, Josh. But the Lillard, the <laughs> Lillard thing, I think is... My, I think Lillard has a higher chance of going to Boston than he does to Miami. <laughs> Can you imagine having three guys making like 60 plus million on the same team and then the rest of their team, I mean, they're going to have to pay so much in tax. It's crazy. Uh, you'd have the Phoenix yeah. Suns. What the Boston Suns and the Phoenix Maybe Celtics. Maybe 60, yeah. but like, yeah. No, but it's more the than what those bit... guys make, right? Like Kevin Durant's making in the 40s right now, right? For now, yeah. but yeah. I think the package, the package would involve Brown going the other way, though. No. No, no, no. I don't think so. Because Portland would probably accept the White Williams bunch of picks. Because why would you want Jalen Brown on like a five-year, $500 billion contract when you're rebuilding? Because you have to pay someone. Everyone else is rookies. Yeah, but Jalen Brown's not going to want to be there. Yeah, so you take on like a little bit of, like you said, that Robert Williams money or Derek White money. Malcolm Brogdon money. 
to any of those guys, right? Just anyone to fill in the salary. But they got to do it soon because uh, training camp's coming up in two months. Maybe not that soon. <laughs> Damn, man. Dog days of the NBA. Ooh. All right. Do you guys want to hit anything else here or can I get into my new game that I thought of? Go ahead. All right. So we're going to start this new game. I haven't given a name yet, unfortunately. But the whole premise is this. I'm going to think of a player. You guys have... Let's go with 10. Yeah, let's go with 10 questions. Yes or no answers to figure out what player I'm thinking of. Obviously, it's a current NBA player, so I'm That's not going to randomly think That's of... That's a question. Like, no, no, no. It'll be a current NBA player. I'm not just going to pull out, like, you know, Stromal Swift <laughs> as my random guy, you know? All right. We would have got so, that. So, yeah, probably, because everybody loves Stromal Swift. But, uh, yeah, feel free to start your questioning. And we'll keep All right, track. Josh, you go for it. You see an international player. Uh, what do you consider international? Ooh, interesting. That gives us a lot of uh, interesting. Yeah, so he's Canadian, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> you it's Jamal Murray, guys. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> he's not American, correct? No, he's not American. I'll just throw in you. Okay. No, he, he is, is American. American. Okay. All right. What? Yes. I was just throwing you off the right. Okay. He is American. All right. All right. Eastern or Western Conference? Well, you got to pick one, man. It's a yes or no question. Oh, yes or no questions. All right. Is he an Eastern Conference player? Yes. Is he white? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe a mix? Josh coming in hot with the race. What kind of answer is that? <laughs> you know, some guys... It's not black or white anymore, Josh. You know, some guys are mixed. Yeah, I thought these were yes or no questions. You say that, then. You guess you're not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's mixed. What? Could be mixed. Could be light skin. I don't know. I don't know the dude's parents. <laughs> Stephen Curry. Oh, my God. That's a guess, Josh. You're killing us. <laughs> Four. So he's a Western Conference player, American. No, oh, Eastern. East- oh, my God, Conference Josh. You player. just burned a guess. Oh, God. <laughs> Eastern Conference. All right. Okay. So four. Um, is he a guard? Yes. Okay. Go, Josh. Did his team make the playoffs this year? Uh, let me check the real playoffs. Time, like, what is happening? Like the eight here? man. Like the eight team. None of this play in. Like, shit. Pl- like played. Like played a seven game yeah. series. Is Not a seven game series. Just no. a series. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry. No. Is he a starter? That's six. No. Okay, so he's on a play-in team, clearly, because Peter had to think about it. And he's a guard. <laughs> didn't make the playoffs, so a team that was in the play-in who didn't make the playoffs, and he's Ooh. light-skinned, clearly. Not a starter. I like uh, this breakdown. Ooh. And he's not a guard. Hmm. Oh, no, he is a guard, but he's not a starter. All right, we got to think about this. This is correct. We gotta think about this. Okay, so we got Toronto and Chicago. Uh, All right, does he? He's d- not a starter. Does he play on the Chicago Bulls? No. Does he play on what the Toronto Raptors? <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> you got one more. All right. Oh, I know one who it is. Guess, man. Let's... I know who it is. Wait. No, never mind. I don't. Do you? No, oh, I do know who it is. Oh. I do know who it is. D- no. Malachi Flynn. <laughs> oh yes. my God, Josh. 
This guy made us go to the brink with this. Is it Steph Curry? Was that a Hail Mary? That's a Jordan Poole shot, man. You're off the team. If I could, I just... Yeah, I got... I got the rebound and I put it back oh, in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The wrong net, bro. I'm the banger. I'm the banger in the paint. Man, you're talking a lot of smack you there, like man. That, if you're eh? around Draymond, yeah. I'd be protecting your face, what? face shield and all. Yeah. <laughs> Call dad, uh, Josh's dad to help him. Uh, <laughs> but yo, Malachi is like is like a half, right? He's mixed. I'm pretty sure he's mulatto. Look, yeah, yeah. he's mixed. See, what am I supposed to answer to? Is he white? Come on, man. No. But he's a ginger. Isn't he a ginger? No. Yeah, but Blake Griffin is a ginger, but he's also mixed. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, you're just because right. you're a ginger doesn't mean you can't be mixed. Man, <laughs> what is this? I like this game. I like this game. I, I, like I don't that, know if huh? I want to be on Josh's okay, team though. That's that's the challenge. Hey, did I get the question correctly? I did. So are you a winner? You are. You're welcome. <laughs> I I, I, mean, I gave you the ass- I gave, I got the rebound. I dribbled up the court. I made the pass, <laughs> and then you you made the layup. I feel right, it was more like more. Tracy McGrady throwing it to himself off the backboard. Oh, all right, all right, I see. And then what, missing the dunk there with Steph Curry? Mm-mm, It was like a windmill. All right. I bet you Malachi could do that. We have, a, we have a formula here. Bet you we can't. All right, you want to do that or do you want to do Stats Corner? I got one more player if you guys Let's want to do Let's set up with Stats Corner. I know Josh is eager. All right, end it off, Josh. All right. I got a couple here. We'll start off with the highest percentage of total points from the free throw line last <laughs> season. Can you name the top five guys? So guys who lived at the line. Yep. The highest percentage of total points from the free throw line. Jimmy Butler. So the top guy has 32% of his points from the free throw line last Sorry, season. Sorry, not the top guy, but Jimmy Butler. He is actually number one, oh. 32%. Jeez. Yeah. All those stats right. in the playoffs. Um, How about... How about Canadian rookie Benedict Matherin? Well, well done, Peter. Number five, 29%. All right. Give me that Peter's shit. Been li- Benny. Been living in the free throw line. Um, Yo, Benedict Matherin's <laughs> nice, man. That kid's a right. gunner. I He's going to be a rapper soon, too. Say a raptor or rapper? Raptor. All right. Hopefully. Oh, what do you know? I got my sources. <laughs> Are you dishing dimes 10 or yeah. whatever that account was? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, a Twitter account. Really? That was leaking all the information. Oh, how did you not see this? Yeah. yeah. There was a, an alleged leaker before, like just before free agency, who was talking about uh, players like signing contracts before Woj and Shams got it out there. Was he correct every time? Mostly. Like 80%, mm-hmm. yeah. But the, like the account literally just showed up for like a week and then dipped. <laughs> Took over NBA Twitter, man. It's pretty impressive. Dishing dimes. All right, Raj, give us. All right, one. how about a player who shoots a lot of free throws, Joel Embiid? Number three, thirty percent. Let's see if you guys can sweep the board. Oh, we're no. not going to sweep. I'm out. I, I have no more guests. Come on. Here. All right, let's see. <laughs> who else? Shoots a lot of free throws and gets to the rim. If this is like six years ago, I would say Harden. Yeah, Har- Harden. I don't think he I'll gets say Harden much anymore. Does he? Oh nope. Harden's not in the top ten for the first time in no. I don't know since nineteen. <laughs> is Giannis? No, he no. doesn't score enough no. at the line. That's the issue. 
with one of these guys, they had to change a rule around what he was doing. Oh, I see. Around picking. All right, Trey Young. There you go. Twenty nine point six percent. And the other guy, I mean, it should be obvious to you, but you're probably not thinking of him because he's young. How young? Twenty three, twenty four. Shea. Oh yeah. Yep, yeah, Shea Gilgis Alexander, 31%. And we'll go with, actually, I'll let you guys choose. All right, let's just go by most points by scoring type last season. So for driving to the basket, who had the most points? Like driving? Giannis. Uh, no. Wow. Jalen Brown. No. <laughs> Can't dribble left, man. He has to get there first, Pierre. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, give John us a Morant. Here. Young guard. John Morant. Shay. There you go. Shay. 1,162 points. Pull-up shots. Okay. Shay. No. <laughs> I gotta, I it's probably close, though. Shay was probably in the top three. <laughs> KD. Nope. You're probably not going to get this one because you're not thinking of pull-ups as in like... It's not just pull-up jumpers. It's like pull-up floaters. And John Morant. So. Nope. Jokic. Mm-mm. He's like Paul Jokic. George. He's white. Alpern Oh, Shen-Hoon. my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Uh, a white guy? Like a big white guy? I mean, he is big, but he's not a big. Mm. Giddy. No, my God. Oh. What are you? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm drawing. He's, he's, he's large in the pants. What? I don't look at people's pants. He's a big boy. He's got a big ass. And he's white? Such a thing does not exist. Oh my god, who are you talking? Man. Steven Pe- Adams? No. People listening Jonas? right now are like, what the hell is wrong with these two? Yeah, I know. Please. What's people- wrong with you? What a weird... <laughs> what a weird description. Hey, yeah. Who is it? Luca! Uh, what the hell? Yeah, that's weird, man. Alright, last one. Catch and yeah. shoot. Who had the most points off catch and shoot this year? And it might surprise you. Oh. Buddy uh, Yield. It's actually pretty obvious, but it might surprise you. Buddy Yield. Who? Nope. Who? Uh, I didn't say anyone. Oh. Uh, KCP. No. I don't know. No. You have the right idea, though. Catch and shoot? It's that type of player, like a, but... I don't know. Just give it to us. We're running out of time. All right, he here. probably led the league multiple years off this play. Bradley Beal. Clay Thompson. No. Oh. There you go. All right. Clay Thompson. Let's end this. Uh, Buzzer beater. <laughs> Fucking Luca. What the bullshit? Watching the pants. Oh, man. And on that note, I want to thank everyone for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. Leave those comments. Leave those five-star reviews. You can hit us up on all the socials. I'm talking TikTok. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Threads. Oh, we're there, baby. We're at Hoops Corner Pod. Until next time, peace.